Hello guys, welcome back to Carbscast with Joe and Christian. Um, we've got a Q&A coming at you today. We do a Q&A every week, don't we? But I don't think we've got any, unless you do, have any like particular food review to get done. Uh, nah. Um, oh, what did I have? Hagen Dazs the other week. On yeah. Saturday, because he... Salty caramel. No, which, what did I have? Oh, no, you had the uh, macchiato one. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, it was it was fucking incredible. Good, yeah. I've got uh, I've got the peanut butter crunch for this weekend. I'll be interested to know what that tastes like because I saw that they had a few different flavors in Waitrose, and um, yeah, um, also uh, someone had it recently. I think it was Jamie Barker, your oh. client, and he said it was far too sickly. And I was like, yeah, but that sounds a bit of me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. I've got the salted caramel for, for this weekend because I, I went, do you know what? Last week I had the Lotus and on the first couple of bites, I was like, oh yeah, this is peng. And I was like, do you know what? It's not as good as the Hagen does. It's not, it's not mate. And then we've got, what, what else have we got to try from there? Pralines and cream. That's meant Jazz, to be Jazz has got that. That's in our freezer right now for this weekend. Okay. <laughs> it mate, do you know what I'm doing? I'm stood, up, I'm stood up and I'm like fidgeting because I've been sat down for the last three hours on calls. So I'm, yeah. I'm with my laptop propped on the side. That's why I'm shouting, because I'm moving around. What else is that? There's cookies and cream, which is obviously just an Oreo one. I asked a client about that earlier. He said it's not great. Yeah, I think that would be my last one to try, to be honest. They've got strawberry um, cheesecake, they do. Apparently, that's incredible, but I don't think that's me. I don't so know. No, I like, I'm not the biggest strawberry fan, but cheesecake, I, I, I like the idea of there being little yeah. cheesecake bits in it. Well, it's, it's cheesecake ice cream. Yeah, yeah. I see. I bet that's nice. No, I bet there's like little chunks of shortbread biscuit in there with yeah. creamy strawberry. Um, there's also some rare ones: vanilla caramel brownie, which is basically so for so good. I haven't seen that. I know I haven't seen it, but I've I've heard that it's about it's rare. <laughs> I think it's one of those exclusive ones or something. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, I've got the salty caramel for this weekend. Jazz has got the. Is it praline? <laughs> What do you call it? Pralines and cream. I'd say pralines and cream because I'm common as fuck. But I bet someone's going to DM us and go, no, it's pralines. That's just pralines. Fuck you, Jack. Fuck you. Um, (laughs) I'll tell you what I had last week. Um, That chocolatey cookie dealer one, you know, the the, white chocolate chocolate and the walnut in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fire. Oh, and the yeah. Reese. Was it the Reese's one we had? Yeah, the Reese. Just, mate, they're just fire. Yeah, I tried the Reese's one. Mate, do you know what I did last week? I, f- I fucked up. Go on. So, Kerry was down last weekend, and Jazz was like, Jazz wanted an Indian for her. So, like, were you taking your time ordering? Well, no, this isn't what happened. I didn't pick my time. I ordered the same. But I looked at the Indian menu. I was like, look, I don't want this shit, man. I don't, I don't really like Indian. I was like, look, you just get the Indian. I'm going to order a pizza. And I went on, the, went on Pizza Hut and I picked the, the same pizza that I always get. I, mm-hmm. Like you, I don't like change. And um, so I picked that. And then it said, I'll let you get a free £5 side. So I was like, Jazz, what side do you want? This is what took ages. You couldn't make a mind of what fucking side you wanted. Anyway. So I go through and I, I thought I paid for it and that. And then we all went for a walk, like walk the dog. 
come back and Jazz's Indian were delivered. I'll sit there doing a client program, waiting for my pizza to turn up. I was like, why isn't it here? It's like 15 minutes late. So I called pizza. They're like, no, we never got that order. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's annoying. So I had to replace it and then wait. But it only took like 15 minutes, to be fair. And it was just pang, as always. Always pang. Yeah, I think I'm going to go for a pizza this weekend. I just love it, man. Pizza Hut. I don't know what to do, though. I don't know whether to do like pizza or like a Sainsbury's sourdough. If if Sainsbury's are doing the the sourdough that they make in store, I don't I don't know if they are. I think they are. You know, actually, that's some next level stuff. But the if you get a pizza hut and you do the you do the trick, that's the best thing. Mm. Yeah, I might do it. Anyway, should we? Um, I've actually got some pretty good questions. Did you? Oh, what did you have? What did you have? Food last week. Oh god, don't don't. Was it crap? I went mental. Okay, I don't ever complain about nothing because I've worked in that industry. Okay, and it's it's never really anyone's fault. Okay, so I never kick up a fuss. And mate, I had to kick up a fuss, and I didn't enjoy doing it. Like, I ordered my food on the phone. Yeah, yeah, I'll be ready in about twenty twenty five minutes. I got there about twenty minutes after to collect it. Yeah, yeah, no worries, it'll be five minutes. That's fine, I'll wait, yeah. More than happy to. Um, 25 minutes passed, and I was just sat there, nothing. Yeah. And then I kind of did the whole, I'm looking at you, you know, to yeah. sort it. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, it's five minutes, mate. And I was like, right, yeah, no worries, that's fine. And I, I weren't, they were like, do you want a drink or anything? I was like, no, 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 it's fine. Got the order. 35 minutes after waiting there. Okay. So 55 minutes in total since ordering. Yeah. Mm. I took it out to the car and I'm like, I'm going to check what's in this fucking bag. Bro. Firstly, they missed two sides. So I went back in and I was just like, look, I'm not trying to be funny or anything like that, but I've paid for all this stuff and it ain't in there. Mm. And they're like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll throw in extra. We'll throw in extra. I was like, that, that's fine. That's fine. No worries. I get back and I'd ordered chicken thighs, emphasis on the S at the end. Yeah. And I got chicken thigh one. One? Yeah. And mate, I, I was just, I was so pissed off that I was just like, I'm just going to fucking eat it. And to be fair, the food was fucking, it was really nice. Where but was I'm, it? It's called Africana. It's like a rip off Nando's. Okay. I should have just gone Nando's. Um, but I've been there before, mate, and the chicken was like unreal. Yeah. And it was really nice, but mate, I'm not paying nine quid for one chicken thigh. No. And I, I messaged them on Insta because I, I didn't want to get back. And they were like, oh, we're really sorry. And so I wasn't horrible. I just sent them a picture of it. And I was just like, look, I was in 20 minutes ago. You sorted me out with some extra stuff. So fair play. But I ordered chicken thighs and I've got chicken thigh. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's on. And they're like, no, no, we're really sorry. And they're like, we'll give you a 20 quid, 20 quid voucher. And I was just like, well, I'm not going to come back. So just give it to someone else. <laughs> um, I just wanted to voice my opinion that, like, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, so this week, I, I really don't, I really want pizza, but I don't know what route to go. Pizza, and it's just safe. I might do Papa John's. No. 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 <laughs> no. I've had Papa John's a couple of times. Do you remember, Jad? It was crap. 
Okay. Just do Pizza Hut, bro. You know it's going to be flames. Yeah, it's yeah. There's just it's not that close to me. Jazz, what do you want this week? And they don't deliver, so I'll have to go and get it. Big Mike's. <laughs> yeah, Big Mike's delivers to um, Aldridge. I might get Big Mike's this weekend. <clears throat> yeah. All right, so we do the questions. Yeah, man. You go first if you want. Okay. First one's from Joe Cartwright. How do you keep fasted blood glucose low? Mine's mid to high fours, carbs at 350 grams a day, skinny, lift six days a week. Well, firstly, your blood glucose is low. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> well, it's normal. Yeah, so that's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, train hard. That'll keep it low. Yeah, Take I mean, those that keeps it low. <laughs> well, where, where you're going wrong, Joe, is thinking low's better. It's, it's not you know and it's not worse either what you use blood glucose as a single biometric that can contribute to tracking your glucose tolerance and how it trends over time obviously we don't want it in the pre-diabetic range but there's considerations like maybe you as an individual have a proclivity to have a, a high cortisol in the morning that's going to have an interference effect with your blood glucose readings that make it a fairly useless marker at that time unless you're just tracking trends like i say then it's not useless you know mine's i've always had low blood glucose and i struggle with it like i go like i'm pretty dizzy and shaky on if i walk the dog without eating in the morning you know when you see i'll pull like a 2.8 it's not necessarily a good thing but what i'm watching for is that it doesn't trend up but anyway the only thing you can do is not be fat not overeat train hard sleep enough get a sufficient amount of I, I say this to clients a lot if, if anything blood glucose is more of a stress marker yeah if you had a shit sleep or you're stressed it's going to be high normally well yeah that's that interference effect with with cortisol yeah like we say um you know if you want to test this take it immediately upon waking and then compare that to like an hour later yeah it'll be completely different so yeah don't i wouldn't say try to get it low say just try to keep it in a good spot and not trend up as you grow really yeah all right do you want to go yeah uh, i put up a fucking post in it and now i've got one second <sighs> questions for carbs cast right what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna look at them all and then screenshot them so I've just, just got mine open because I don't use my phone when we're on a podcast. I'll just concentrate on the, on the podcast. No, so I don't have to go back onto fucking Instagram to look at it, you twat. Yeah, but I don't go off Instagram. Oh, whatever, bro. <laughs> okay, first one from Tom Oliver. He is a client of mine, fairly new to the team. Great lad. This is, this is hard, bro. Go on. Okay. Pick one that you can never eat again. Whey, dark chocolate, cream of rice, or frozen fruit. Fucking <laughs> hell. Do you I know. know. <laughs> that is really hard. Mm. Um, I think I know my answer, but I'm going to wait for you. Um, 
probably whey. Yeah, I thought that because you can have cream of rice exactly. on its own. Um, and if you get the flavoured stuff, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, and you um, get flavour drops or something. Yeah. I have that with loads of frozen fruit and dark chocolate and then a, a chicken breast on the side. Yeah, yeah. That's a volume meal as well. That's a Thorburn meal, I think. I think he does that. Yeah. <laughs> Taking inspo from the greats. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think mine would be way. Because c- my fascination with dark chocolate at the moment is just never-ending. Um, you don't eat proper chocolate, though. You know what I do, bro? And what, what would... I... I like to live my life, okay? Yeah, uh, I, said, I do what I want, mate. No, but so this is why you not... Right. Huh? Hold on. On a training day, I have... It has to be 85% or above. Okay? Yeah. On a non-training day, last meal of the day, I have cream of rice, whey fruit, dark chocolate, and almond butter. And I treat myself to a nice dark chocolate. Yeah, but it's, and not- it's normally a flavoured one. Okay. I don't care what you've got to say on that matter. But just <laughs> That's how I like yeah, but eat, eat what you want, mate, but don't call it dark chocolate, because it's okay. not. Okay, all right. To me, it's, I, I'm like Alf Bales, man, 100% or nothing. <laughs> Fucking hell, don't even look like him. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Alf Bales used to look, mate. I like his voice, no homo. Yeah. Oh, fucking get it in. No, that was terrible. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> No, it's quite a strong accent. Um, but yeah, that, that question was insane. Absolutely insane. Um, next question here is from The Ocon. The Ocon? I don't know. Um, if you could only train one exercise per muscle, what would they be? One exercise per muscle? Yeah. Okay, legs. Do legs first. No, do quads and then. Okay, quads. Fuck me. Uh, hack. Yeah, I'd do a. Re- I'd, I'd do a reverse banded hack squat, unless it had a real. Yeah, the cybex profile is. I don't like that much. I'd reverse band the cybex. Yeah, I have to reverse band it as my knees uh, blow out the yeah. fucking side of my fucking knee. You kind of have to create like the best resistance profile if you've only got one. Yeah, probably. Uh, no, I'd probably reverse band the safety bar squat, to be honest. A little bit more bang for your buck in terms of like trunk work as well. You're going to limit exercise everywhere else. Yeah, okay. More bracing involved. Right, hams. Mm, I love the RDL, man. I don't know if I'd call an RDL a hamstring movement, though. It's more like a hiccup okay. movement. Okay, line, line hamstring curl then. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick seated. Yeah. Chest? No, do calves. Oh, calves. Get the lower body. Um, calves. Just like a standing calf raise, to be honest. Yeah, I'd rather standing because I'd rather have bigger gastroc than soleus. Or there's one, and it's they've got it at uh, Ultimate Fitness. <laughs> it looks like a miniature hack squat for calves. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know you it's really good. Yeah, anything straight leg, I think I'd pick. Yeah. 
Uh, should we just work up abs? Um, rope, weighted rope crunches or leg raises like when you're doing like a, like in a pull-up position, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd do um, machine crunch probably, like um, like on a chest press machine. So it's like, yeah, final resistance. I think in bang for your buck again. I'd do like a get on a chest press machine, hold it in like scapular protraction, and just crunch on there. Yeah. Um, spinal erectors, lower back, sort of hip hip extension movement. RDL, I yeah. guess. Yeah, RDL. But. What about pecs? Well, um, hmm. I really like, you, did you see that? Um, you know what the hammer strength flat plate loaded press? Yeah, I hate it. Oh, I really like it. All hammer strength presses are crap. Um, what else? Um, Mate, sometimes just fucking using a cable for a pec fly. <laughs> it's pretty good. Mm, yeah, I was thinking maybe a like a above the elbow cuffed fly because like the room for progression. But then I'm thinking bang for your buck. I'd probably pick like a reverse banded. I'd probably pick, considering the delts as well, and a reverse banded 45 degree inclined Smith machine press. Yeah. And then that means for delts, I would, I could then pick something for the lateral delt specifically instead of having to put a press in. And then I could cover the rear delts with a row, you know? Yeah. The anterior delts I can smash with the press. So that, that's what I do for pecs. And then for lateral delts, I'll probably do a, a cuff that the forearm um, lateral raise lying on a bench. What about you? For delts? Um, delts. Honestly, there's a machine side raise at Foundry that's beautiful. Um, what we use? Yeah, I think we used it. What about um, lats? What, what did you say, lats? Yeah. Uh, I like uh, bed over barbell row. What for that? Um, yeah, really hits my lats hard. Um, or you know, like the stand away, like one arm row kind of thing. Yeah, the isolation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For lats, I'd do a good a good machine row that aligns well. Like Cybex Eagle row fits me really nicely. So probably that. Yeah, it's nice. Upper back, traps, rhomboids, rear delts. Um, uh, again, there's this machine at Foundry that if you put the seat right, it's literally like just all upper back. It's like a, quite a wide row. Mm. I'd probably just de-handle a pull down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. I think we're done on this question. Yeah. Right. Next up. Um, uh, from, 
Zach underscore sink. Sorry, you broke well, then. What was that? From Zach underscore sink. Mr. Sink. One thing start coaching. Mate, you you got some shit connection today. You broke up. <sighs> Can you hear me? Yeah, let me just change the internet. Hold on. Just changing my internet. All right. What about now? One thing you wish you had known when you had started coaching. Yeah, that's better. Um, how many... What the work hours actually are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how impossible it is to switch off from. Yeah, prob probably actually like being serious would be... I would have liked to be more prepared for the stress because I, I, because I was coming from another business into coaching, running another business. I thought that, that I was going to de-stress, but yeah, I'd probably like to have some stress management skills. Yeah, yeah, I think we're pretty much the same on that one, aren't we, bro? Yeah. Next question is from Kane. Edgar Kane, the legend. Mate, do you know what Kane? Kane is a legend, bro. Straight up. He um, he messaged me earlier this week about um, about coaching. Because you know I offer the different tiers of coaching. Yeah. And he, he he was on my my tier one, and he was straight up just like, bro, I just want to go tier two because coaching's so good. I was like, <laughs> absolute legend. Anyway, he asked um. Can a high step count reduce leg size? And then he says, have a wonderful day, guys. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> do, do you ever, on Instagram, do you get people message you just like a question? No help. And this annoys, maybe it shouldn't annoy me. It annoys me. It's like, no, you're right, mate. Like, how you doing? Or, hey, mate, do you mind if I just ask you a question? You know, it's a stretch. George said this the other day. Say again? He was, George Osborne said this the other day. Um, same thing just like when people just ask a question and then say hi mate how are you, are you okay uh, just a quick one they'll be like just a question yeah like when thanks to mox fm for gyno what do you think what? um try it <laughs> what? but i usually follow that with hey man um you know, I'm going to need a bit more like context on that. But if you want to book in a consultation for us to run through everything, like here's the link to my website. People get offended by that. Oh, you, you have to just pay for advice, do you? I'm like, well, do you know what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you do, mate. This is my job. Say again. I said, yeah, yeah mate, exactly. No. Anyway, Kane's question, can a high step count reduce leg size? Yeah. Yeah, but it would have to be monstrous, and your recovery would have to suck everywhere else. I did it, mate, in Miami. Yeah. But I was doing monumental amount of steps. It's like anything else that can drive an interference effect. You know, it is like an AMPK heavy stimulus, um, which is obviously the opposite of the, the mTOR type stimulus of resistance training. Um, but there can be an interference effect there if you're doing a, a ton of it, and you couldn't, and you were creating a recovery debt that meant your lower body training could no longer be progressive, you know, or so if you can't progress in training or you don't have the recovery capacity to 
create the adaptations to training in that period that you're not training, you know, then, then yeah, for sure. Kane yeah. does a high step count, but I will say Kane that your step count isn't to this degree. And the reason we know that is because your recovery markers are still excellent and you're making great progress. So, you, you know, there's nothing bottlenecking you there. What's the next question? Um, next up, um, from Mr. Off, you know, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Big bad Joe. 71 pounds down from this week. Yeah, great. 21 work. weeks. I want to, you know what? Great work. I want to see another 70 pounds off though. And I know that yeah, might yeah. sound like But a bro, problem. no, no, that's what he's like. Yeah. He's like, I, I want it to start with 2-2 two, two something, not 2-9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs to be like that. Um, ultimate off-plan meal, start-up, main dessert, love from the big dog. Um, right now, in my head, I'm just going to reel it off as I'm thinking. So, I don't know. Um, starter, a mixture of sushi. A main right in my head right now, pizza. Okay. One half would be like quite minimalist, like a Hawaiian. The next half, all the meats and all the veg. Okay. Okay. Side of chicken wings. I don't know why, but chicken wings seem to be on my agenda recently. Uh, and some like cheesy garlic bread. Mm. Oh, and dumplings from Big Mike's. <laughs> yeah. The side of dumplings. And then dessert. It's going to be, I'm going to shock the world now, not say Ben and Jerry's. I'm going to say a Hagen dazs with cookie dealer cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a pretty monumental meal. But you know I'd mop that up, man. Yeah, you would. You would eat that, yeah. Um, so for me, it's going to be super simple. Starters, I wouldn't have a starter because I'm, I, I want my appetite for the main. Um, yeah. And it would, to be honest with you, man, it would just be a Big Mike's because that's my favourite thing I've ever eaten. So it would be a fried chicken, mac and cheese, dumplings, plantain, coleslaw, and the, the stew chicken from, from Big Mike's. That's what it would be because that's my favourite meal. And then dessert would be cookie dealer cookie, the, the dark chocolate and walnut one. Maybe half of a dark chocolate and walnut and then half of a Terry's chocolate orange. About to say, don't you dare not say cherries. Cherries, Terry's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah, but the dark chocolate and walnut was peng as well. Um, and pair that with a salted caramel hagen does. Done. Mm. Um, oh, sorry, it's my question, isn't it? Um, this one's from John Gill. He says, hi, have you guys ever dealt with binge eating? And if so, how did you overcome it? Uh, yeah, big time. The first time I ever dieted. I think anyone has the first time they ever fucking diet properly. Um, and how did I overcome it? Realized it was providing nothing to my life. Mm. Um, Luna, stop chewing that. <laughs> Sorry, mate. That's right. Is that your answer? Yeah, I presume yours is going to be no. Um, I don't know if I've. Well, look, I don't think I've ever dealt with binge eating. I think I've. There's been times that I've like finished a diet and been like really looking forward to eating something, and I've eating a meal and be like, ate a bit too much. I feel a bit sick. But, I've, but that's about it. Like, I haven't, like, 
force fed myself ever. And I've never like been eating and thought I can't stop. I think that's what binge eating is, is like I'm out of control. Like, yeah, I've always no known. It's, it's the no matter what you do, you can't put food down. Yeah, no, I've never, like, honestly speaking, I've never been there. So it's not nice, man. No. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm very glad I haven't. Um, I'm very lucky I haven't, I think, because of some of the diet stuff I've done. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky in that sense. I've never been like, right, I've had too much now. I'm, I'm usually just like, look, I've had nothing in a bed. And then next day, I just yeah. carry on as normal. It's not like, you know, you hear stories of people like going to bed and then getting up in the middle of the night and coming downstairs and like force feeding again. You know, I've never had any of this stuff. Um, so it's your question next, isn't it? Yeah, again from Joe, Mr. Off. There's, t- there's two more from him. I'm going to quick fire this first one and then I'm going to ask the other one. Uh, Joe, what products do you use on your beard? Um, do you know, a lot of people ask me if I straighten my beard. It is very straight. Yeah, it's just it's just straight. Um, the actually the only thing I use on my beard is some beard oil that Jasmine's mum bought me. I can't remember what it's called. Um, yeah, that's it. That's literally it. When I get out of the shower, I just moisturise my whole body, and then I just bang some of that stuff on on my beard, and that's that's as far as it goes. Sweet. Um, what would be your dream job if you weren't coaches? Cookie taster. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'd like my own kind of like dessert shop or something. I love that because that. you know what it is with coaching. Okay, the main thing I love about coaching is making people feel good. Yeah. Who the fuck? Who the fuck goes out for dessert and doesn't feel good? Maybe not. Do you know after. what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe not after, but it brings them some sort of happiness, doesn't it? Yeah. And I'd love that. I'd love people to be trying my stuff and be like, fuck me, that's unreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty satisfying. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd want to be a cookie tester. Or some... I probably quite like do what my mum does. Like She like does uh, fitness classes for the elderly. And there's massive value in that. Like, they, they appreciate it so much. That it's such a good time. But the bit, the, another thing, when you leave the class, it's done. I envy yeah. that so much. I envy, yeah. like when I go and walk the dog with my mum, she just leave her phone at home, you know, and we just, whereas I'm answering WhatsApp calls. And you feel like the other day, I had this bizarre moment where I was out walking the dog and I used the times that I walked the dog to answer back voice notes. But this was, yeah, I'm sure you've been the same where you're like, at the minute, I've been working till like two or three in the morning trying to get everyone's programming done. And I was out and it was maybe like half 10, I was having a break, but it was pitch black and I was out with the dog. And I sort of put my phone in my pocket for a sec. And it was like this really odd moment where I sort of like, I haven't been experiencing like life. I'm trying to think of a weird like a way to say this. It's like, exactly what you mean. yeah, you know, when you are, I'm not even like here. Like I'm like, this is such a nice, setting like i'm in the park and there's no one around and it's just me and my dog and it's such a like beautiful time yeah. and i just yeah. want to like just take a deep breath and just have no other things to think about and it's kind of it's, sad. Re- it's really it's really difficult I, I put it out there on the instagram you would have seen man like i just i just find it so hard to switch off like mm. you know have have that time thing on my my phone 
on, on my WhatsApp saying, you know, clients message, you know, between these hours and stuff. But if someone messages at half 10, I can't help but answer. Yeah. I can't, I can't not. You know, when I said I've got the need to please people, yeah, but that's I, what it's like. I, I and then when I reply and I'll, I'll mention something about the time, oh, well, I weren't expecting you to reply now. Yeah, I know, but I've got anxiety. So if I don't answer it, <laughs> like, I won't be able to sleep. Yeah, but I don't really do that. I, I mean, um, I don't know what you mean. In terms of clients, I I do answer right up until eight o'clock. But my yeah. well, my thing is, if they've messaged me before eight o'clock, I'm getting back to you. But then I'm yeah. usually then messaging back until about ten. Um, yeah. I've got, um, mate, I've got over two hundred message requests on my Instagram. Oh fuck that! That's stressful. Yeah, but I can't. I, when am I going to do it? This is the thing. When am I going to do that? You know what it is. Don't don't let it get to that. <laughs> but, yeah, but it, it adds up every day because I haven't had one second today. Like, you know, I was on a call since six o'clock. No, when was it? I got on a call at five, and then we had this podcast now, and then I'm going to get off here and answer all my clients back whilst I go and walk the dog, and that's going to be what half nine to half ten maybe. Am I then going to go on Instagram and message those people back that have messaged me today? It's just not. It's not practical. Yeah. Nah. Um, never sleeping. Nah, you can't do that. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's why I bought a bong. <laughs> yeah, everyone has their advice, dude. It's, uh, it's worked a fucking treat, mate. I couldn't work even if I wanted to. I could barely walk the other night. <laughs> I messaged my mate. I was like, bro. Have you ever had it where you just you can't walk and he's like you've smoked a lot haven't you? I was like yeah, <laughs> but my legs were like heavy as fuck. Weird, good weird. But um, um, is it me now? Are you? I think it's me, mate. Let me um, um, aside from the goat, Chris. Chris. Oh, you. I was. I don't know you as Chris. That's why I was wondering. I was thinking, who's Chris? Um. Who have you coached that really stood out as a seriously incredible physique? This is from Steve. Well, apart from me, <laughs> you wouldn't need to say me, even if you hadn't put that. Who do you, well, this is probably best ask, asking someone else. Who who of my clients do you look at and think that's a seriously incredible physique? You heard of Christian Chapman? <laughs> no. Oh. Oh. Uh, um, okay, I'm just scrolling on your feed now. And it's because I've seen him in real life as well. And he his definition of brick shit house. Knife heckles, man. <laughs> Joe, I know like you see his check-ins and stuff. Mate, wait till you see him in person. I've de-cheated him. He's he's abnormally large. Like bricklayer's hands. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's thick. Him, Cal. Um, Scott, obviously, because I've seen Scott in person as well. I know what Scott looks like in person. He's a fucking unit. Um, yeah, knife, knife heckles mainly. He's a fucking freak, man. De-cheesed. De-cheesed. No. <laughs> I tell you, I messaged him, and he said he was like, "What's this private joke you've got going on?" And I said, "You used to be on the cheese meal plan, didn't you?" Yeah. <laughs> he went, "Oh yeah, I love it." If I have a cheat, man, I love bear cheese. <laughs> what a guy, man. Yeah, he made 
that that diet was so funny. It was like whey and cheese or something in one of the meals. Like, what <laughs> that meal? Put the cheese. But the only the only fat sources were dark chocolate and cheese. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I can't bear it any longer. Oh God. All right, give the next question then. Uh, I'm sick of you. Um, this is from Yannick Vo. How do you use measurements like HRV, resting heart rate, fasting? Ask the same question. Why are you asking us both the same question, bro? What do you adjust based on them? Uh, well, I make them better if they're bad. <laughs> uh, I think a lot of it's pretty straightforward. If your HRV is through the roof, assess your fucking what you're doing for recovery. Resting heart rate, assess your fucking health. <laughs> well, yeah, take into consideration probably the, the body weight you're at and your, your cardio ability. Okay, Fasted so blood glucose, we've already covered that. Don't be a fat cunt. Uh, blood pressure, take Systole Max by Sprong. Or an angiotensin receptor blocker. Tell me something. Exactly. But how do you use measurements? I don't use HRV, to be honest. Um, nah, neither do I. Because uh, someone said to me the other day, I was asking about my aura ring, oh, what do you do when it says it's bad? Well, I actually think, how do I actually feel? I feel pretty good, so I'm going to train. Yeah, I don't think HRV is a very... Uh, I think it's still somewhat in its infancy. I don't think it offers us enough practical value yet to be a good <coughs> measure. Um, how do you use measurements like resting heart rate? I don't really understand the question. Like, how do you use? Well, like resting heart rate. If, might, if, might... if you were measuring your resting heart rate and it was in a bad position, what would you do? I think that's what he means. Well, how do I use resting heart rate? Well, it could be a marker of stress. It could be a marker of poor aerobic output. It might be a marker of um, excessive sympathetic tone from stimulant use. What do I adjust based on them? Well, I would reduce the causal factor. If it's poor aerobic capacity, they would do more aerobic work to draw that adaptation. If it's um, nervous system stress from stimulant use, we'd reduce the stimulants. If it was, or, or um, what was the other one? If it was stress related or poor sleep related, well, you know, you follow the trend, you just fix the bottleneck. That goes for all of these things. You, good coaching is problem solving. You realize where the problem is that's causing that issue that's going to bottleneck your hypertrophy or fat loss potential, and then you correct it via whatever pathway it's being adjusted by you know mm -hmm. if your blood pressure screwed then you, you need to reduce the the negative consequences of whatever you're doing on your blood pressure yes sir uh do you want to ask one now being we both had that same question yeah so this one's from um james darcy client of mine do you yeah, he messaged me a bit he's a good lad yeah he's a legend man he's a great dude um do you or Christian ever plan on opening your own gym slash studio, etc.? Honestly, I'd absolutely love to. Just, just to have a place for me and for friends to use, to be honest. Like, not to make any money, really. Um, I'd like it as a... Like, if it had, like, a, a mezzanine at the top, I could have, like, my office work out of there. You could have some of your mates who are PTs, PT out there, that'll pay you rent. And you can just kit it out with the best equipment you've ever used. I'd, I'd love that, mate. I think it's definitely on the on the bucket list of things to do. But 
I can't see it being like very soon. I've got some other things I want to do first. So, yeah. Um, for me, um, well, me and Jazz have just bought a new house. Um, and part of the kind of contingency of the house that we were looking at is there would be um, either a room there currently or space to um, what's the what's the why the word what's the word that um, I don't know why I'm blanking on the word. Is it extend? What what's the word? Space to yeah, I suppose extend space to to build on the house to create a a gym. Um, so yeah, basically, long story short, we've bought a house with a lot of space um, and a very big garden. It's already got quite a large conservatory that you could turn into a gym, but I'm probably gonna put an extension on the house and uh, yeah. build a build a gym in there. Yeah. So yeah, that's gonna get done at the new place. Um, this is from <laughs> it's a joke question but I do think about it it's from Chris Gibson client of mine from from Ireland um, do you ever think about how much yoghurt is wasted when you finish the tub like the stuff that's left on the lid and in the tub that's, that, that is true there's a lot <laughs> I don't really eat yoghurt but you give yours to Hunter don't you Jazz does when she eats yogurt, yeah, yeah. So Hunter would clean it up, but I'm also... You can't get it all out of there. You just can't. Uh, I'm quite anal about scraping it to the nth degree. Is <laughs> that um, um, that question done, is it? Yeah. Okay, I've got one here from Tom Evans. <laughs> I've got some weird ones from Tom. <laughs> Can insulin be effectively used with an if-it-fits-your-macros model? <laughs> yeah yeah it can. i mean it can i wouldn't go with a short acting analog if well it depends how specific you are with your if it's your macros model you know if it's just daily macros that you're tracking you could do that and use a basal actin insulin around that as long as they're the same every day and, and that you're not wavering macros up and down if you know your per meal macros then yeah you could use whatever insulin analog you want as long as you program it around the food that you're eating uh this is a good one joe mm. this will make you think i think i know your answer though this is from he always asks good questions to be fair um robbie questwell ho lifetime supply of big mics or lifetime supply of cookie dealer uk choose one oh. I, I know what i'd have Probably big mics because there's only one big mic. I need to say that. I can get. I could. I could buy cookies. They won't be as good, but I could buy cookies elsewhere. I can't get anything close to big mics. Um, I'd have to be cookie, but that's because I'm a, I'm sweet tooth. Yeah. Oh, it's my turn, isn't it? Um. Another one from Tom Evans, Tampa Pro. Valier or Labrada for the win. If Hunter, how will he hold up at the Mr. O? I've been loving these guys' updates because I, I love both of them, especially Ian. I think he's just hilarious. Do you ever, you know, when he puts a QA and a on Instagram, do you read his, his answers? I've never he's watched He's so funny. He's so funny. Like, he's very brutal. Quite a lot. He's a nice dude. I mean, we've podcasted with him a few times. Oh yeah, 
because someone asked, because I sent it to my mate, first call out, you and Hunter centre stage, does he smoke you or you smoke him? <laughs> and he goes, no offence, but what kind of stupid fucking question is this? You're going to come on my story and think I'll say Hunter is going to smoke me. What kind of fuck-ass mofo would say that? I clearly think I'm going to win this show. I have no doubt in my mind. I'm sure Hunter and some others competing think the same too, as they should. You must not compete in any elite sports. <laughs> you know, I need to chill out, man. Oh, he gets asked some funny questions, man. Jesus. Why are you tagging me in a story, bro? Right, okay. Podcast. Okay. Yeah, that's... Well, my answer to this question would be if Ian comes in absolutely peeled out of his mind, which I imagine he will do... Wait, then... you see the picture of him today? No. His glutes. Bro, he is in shape. Well, then he's going to win. Because that's the only thing... That would be the only thing that, that wouldn't let him win. Um, it, someone asked as well, like, do, you, do you think you're in the best shape of your life? He said, well... He says, I'm flat now, pre-carber, and I'm 10 pounds heavier than last time I was in Tampa, full. <laughs> so he's going to be like 20 pounds up yeah, since nice. last year. The guy's a freak, man. I love his physique as well, because it's, it's not a pretty physique. It is like grainy and hard and fucking horrible to look at. It's not a pretty boy physique. Yeah. It's I'll... like brutal. Brutal physique. Mm. Sick, man. He looks sick. But and Hunter as well, he looks awesome, but I'd say Ian's got the win. Yeah? Yeah. I would agree. Um, I want to wrap this question quick because there's too many. What mistakes did you make when first starting bodybuilding? Uh, every single mistake you can make. Nice. That's, that's too broad a question. Yeah, I, I've definitely done every mistake on the planet. Um, I'll do it another quick one then. Um, custom bodies, Tom. Always ask a question. You must love the carbs cast. Um, do you think you'll stick with fortitude for all slash most of your off season? Why or why not? Um, I ha well, me and Joe spoke the other week, didn't we, Joe? And I was thinking, oh, I'll, I'll change to something else. But then... As soon as I've done a couple of 42 sessions back in an actual gym, I'm like, man, I love this split too much. And I know first from first-hand experience, I can fucking gain some actual muscle doing it. And the main thing about it is enjoy enjoyment factor. I love every session because it's so hard. Imagine doing legs, yeah, like balls-to-the-wall failure, six to 12 rep, rep ranges, do your whole legs. And then think, oh, I've got to do it for body now. Oh, it's fuck, it's brutal, man. I love it. Next. Next question is I'm, I'm also assuming that question wasn't directed at me because I'm not doing fortune training. Um, Tom Evans, again, all of the rest of my questions are from Tom Evans. Um, what was Christian's most erotic encounter involving food or a food setting, e.g. Nando's? Nando's? I don't think I've ever done anything at Nando's. Well, that's just an example, isn't it? Oh. Um, 
Oh, do we have to get into these? Um, had sex in a restaurant before. What Probably an erotic experience. I'm not going to say what restaurant, so I won't be allowed in there ever again. Yeah, go on. What restaurant? No. What's wrong with you, man? It's a good restaurant. I don't want to get barred. Is it Prezzo? <laughs> no. I wouldn't eat there. Don't go Prezzo. Nah. Why, big man? Too good for that shit. <laughs> uh, uh, go on. One for you, John. Jesus Christ, what was that noise? Darko Jimaholic. Um, what parameters in blood work natural should get? Um, but if you just want to have a sort of general look in on what's going on, you want to get a a sex hormone panel if you if you're a natural bodybuilder that diets down aggressively at times. Have a look at your free and total testosterone. Make sure you use a LCMS assay. Look at your estradiol again. Use a sensitive assay, LCMS. Um, potentially look at your SHBG as well. Thyroid panel, include TSH and free T3 on there. Get your HbA1c to have a little look in on your insulin sensitivity or get fasted insulin, combine that with blood glucose to get a homeostatic model assessment of insulin resistance. Uh, lipid panel, looking on your, your HDL and your LDL. I'd say LDL if you had to choose. EGFR, have a little look in there. Although that'll probably be mediated down. Just bear in mind that some of these can be interfered with by resistance training and being hypermuscular like creatinine, which is a part of the equation used in an EGFR. Um, you can follow that up with a GDT and bilirubin for a liver panel. Um, metabolic panel, have a look at your protein. Um, vitamin D, make sure it's 25 hydroxy. It's always good to have a look at that to make sure that you're um, supplementation, vitamin D is on point and I'd get a high sensitivity C-reactive protein as well because it's a marker of inflammation that's not going to be negatively affected with resistant training. Um, and I would just recommend that you use that blood work amongst other health biomarkers that you should actively track as well. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I recommend. Pretty simple profile. But that what that'll do is give you these like a, a door to open if something's off, you know, if if, if like your EGFRs off, you might want to dig further and have a look at calcium, potassium, sodium, ferritin, ALT, AST, bun, albumin, urea, creatinine. You know, it, you might not need to pay for all of those. You get your EGFR, it's fine. You know, have I bored you to sleep? Yeah, man. <laughs> there you go. You, you had me at urea. Um, <laughs> Right, I think this one's quite an easy one. From Tim Stewart Fitness, I love Tim. You were on his podcast the other day. Yeah. Do you know what I did? Oh, man. I like... um, Huh? You rambled. I know, because what I did... Mate, I... Um, I, like I enjoyed my... it, though. I actually learned quite a bit from that podcast, bro. I messed all my time as well. I was having like a mad, stressful day, and I was meant to be training that day, so I was like, right. And for some, for some reason, I knew I was on that podcast... Like, and we'd had the times and we'd even spoken about it like half an hour before I was going to be on it. But for some reason, I was in like this robot mode because I was trying to do too much at once and I uh, too much at once. And I drank my pre-workout. I made a pre-workout and I drank it, thinking that I was going to gym. I was like, "Oh shit, I'm not going till later." And mate, I was. I had a whole scoop of MV pre, and I was mashing wow. my podcast. 
Yeah, I was bad. Mate, I was mashed. I was like, what am I even saying? Words were just coming out of my mouth. It was good, though. I don't, more often. I don't even know if it made sense. Uh, he said, choose your father-in-law, Jeremy Brendier, Jimmy Savile, or Alan Carr. Who are you picking? Well, give me the options again. Jeremy Brendier. Yeah. Jimmy Savile. Yeah. Or Alan Carr. Probably, probably Jimmy Savile, because he ain't bothered about me. Well, Jeremy Brendier is a fucking cunt. I'm just going to put that out there. Jesus. Um, I fucking despise the guy. Anyway, so definitely not him. Definitely not Jimmy Savile. I find Alan Carr hilarious, so I'll be loving that. I don't find him funny at all. All right. Always <laughs> me. Um, Ronnie X James, would you program high and low days or consistent macros for an interim diet phase recomp? What's an interim diet phase? I don't know. Uh, Ronnie, this is no offence to you, bro. I think you're overthinking. Yeah. I think everyone's thinking about these low and high days at the moment because it's what Hollingshead does, it's what Ian Valier does, it's what Hunter does. Like, <sighs> just annoys me. I, I just don't know what an interim diet phase is. I'm guessing like... Yeah. A short fat loss phase. I mean, whatever you want to do, whatever increases adherence, just do that. You just need yeah, to be wherever you enjoy them most. Yeah. Um, Tom Evans, he's hit me up with some great ones. Isn't it? Yeah. What is Joe's most erotic experience at Northamptonshire bus station? How does he know about the Northamptonshire bus station? I don't know. He's googled like <laughs> the bus station was pretty famous in Northampton. I think it got voted like England's ugliest building at some point. Um, I never actually went there because I never got the bus um, because I lived in the centre, so I just walk everywhere when I was younger. Jazz used to get the bus everywhere. Um, my only experiences with the bus station are walking through it to get into the Grosvenor Centre, which is like the main bit in the middle of town. It's just absolute shithole. Stinks of piss, rubbish everywhere. You don't want to touch anything. It's just, it's just horrible, mate. It's just a bizarre place. Bizarre. Um, another two from Tom. <laughs> mm. Worst experience of disco minge, and did you do it anyway? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> me. You can, you can um, go. Well, I obviously, I used to run bars, restaurants, nightclubs, and hotels, so disco minge was a, a common occurrence, probably in that scenario. Well, I don't know what So I think this is what from what I can remember because I swear it might be an in-between scene. I can't remember. But like, say a girl's been dancing on the dance floor and it's a bit hot. Oh, okay. A, a disco fanny. Um, disco minge, man. Oh, my God. Come on, that's not... I'm not answering this. I'll answer the latter part. Did I do it anyway? Yes, I did. Um... Then his next question, I don't understand what these things are, so I'm going to have to Google. Cleveland steamer or, or, or Alabama hot pocket, hot pocket? What's a Cleveland steamer? <laughs> I don't know. Google them. Google them. A sexual act involving defecating on someone's chest 
then sitting in it and rolling back and forth like a steamroller. Okay. So that's, that's the first choice. Second choice is an Alabama hot pocket. What's the Alabama hot pocket? I'm Googling it now. Okay. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> the Alabama... <laughs> The Alabama Hot Pocket is a special fetish manoeuvre that roughly involves taking a shit into a woman's vagina, typically, typically followed up by a good old fucking. The term Alabama originated from a lesser known but crucial additional practice that involves porky pigging, the female who has received the Hot Pocket. Jesus Christ. What would you rather do? Basically... Shit in a female's vagina and then fuck it. Or shit on a bird's chest and then steamroll it. I don't know, mate. What are you thinking? I think I'd do the steamroller because I wouldn't want to put my dick in my shit, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'd, I think I'd agree. So get me on the old Cleveland fucking steamer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, okay, I'm going to call this person out because it's clearly someone's made this profile. There's no followers. There's no photos. You've made a profile to ask inappropriate questions, which you, your question is inappropriate. And it's and not so like... <laughs> Is what? You're probably listening to this like... <laughs> yeah. Fit.gl. Um, I'm not going to go into it. Because it's not appropriate for the podcast. Oh, uh, come on, because I don't know what it is. No, I can't be asked of it. Because um, they just want gossip. And I can't be asked with that shit. Is anyway. It, is it um, about you? Between me and someone else, yeah. Oh, why do people do this? It's probably them. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it will be that person, probably. Yeah. Um, next question, another idiot. George Osborne, 12. <laughs> I complete moron, mate. George <laughs> cracked me up the other day, mate. I was like, I re- I rarely like laugh, laugh, laugh. He um, that thing that he put on Instagram about creatine, mate. I was fucking dying. Thought what bit? When he was like, uh, <laughs> he did that impression of. He was like, um, should you take creatine in the morning or should you take it before bed? <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, listen, you cunt. Didn't fucking matter. Oh, I love him. He, he has the most retarded of followers. But yeah. I think that's because I think most of them probably come from YouTube, which is more of a, a young, impressionable crowd, I think. And they ask the dumbest questions normally because they're overthinking everything. Where, and I like George's response normally. It's like, mate, you're fucking 16. Live your fucking life. Go out with your mates. Eat your fucking pizza. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he said, since being back in the gyms, Anything different? Strength, fatigue, etc. Um, mate, I'll tell you one thing I have noticed since being back in a gym. My love for being in a fucking gym. And I'll tell you what I didn't have through like garage gyms. Bro, since being back in the gym, I've trained there like three times. Oh, I don't think I've ever sweat so much in my life. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. fucking dripping. In session, I'm thinking, I'm not used to this. Um, Fatigue-wise, well, I had a lot of equipment, so I, I feel fine. I, I feel a bit fucked. My legs hurt. 
but that's just probably having access to like a hack and a leg press. Um, but other than that, I'm very surprised at strength, to be honest. Like, when I, mate, I sent you the video of the day, lying hamstring curl, stacking the machine. I've never stacked that machine, I don't think. And I did it for like nine reps. Thinking, and, it, and it like my hips did not move. Oh, yeah, that was a good set. That was strong. Yeah, and it, it got shared 58 times on the fucking store. I fucking hate that. What? It freaks me out when people do that. Like when I, I know, like, What are you bitching about? I'm, I swear my form was fine. <laughs> I. I always do it where like um, I'll post a physique photo and it'll be like sent 30 times. I'm like, are they doing like, look at this twat. Do you know yeah, what I mean? they, They're fucking sad, but whatever. It, and I, I, I'd say this now, it's never going to be anything good because it's Instagram. Oh, yeah, of course it's not. And it's full of bitches. I'm a bit of a bitch on there to be fair, so I can't really say anything. Um, <laughs> this one's a good one, bro. Callum McCurry. Always ask the question, this guy. Good guy. Go forward to 50 years old with 10 million pounds or go back to 10 years old with what you know now. I think this is quite easy, actually. Josh Bridgman put this on Instagram today. Yeah, I thought that when I read it. Um, um, I'd go back to 10 years old. That's obvious. What I know because I could probably earn 50 million by the time I'm 20 if I knew what I knew now. I'd rather, I'd rather live than that. What do I need that money for? I don't, I don't, care. I don't want to die. You've, you've already got all that money. I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> I hope no one listening to this thinks that's serious. No. But I am, though, so. Yeah, but he is rich, so don't worry. Um, BGJ Fit. I love this guy. Trained with him before. I think it's the guy. Yeah, trained with him before. He's a really nice lad. Um, which bodybuilder's body part would you most like to add to your physique? What, just one? You'd look ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, I know, but let's not think about that. Let's just think of a good bodybuilding body part. Imagine me sat here with Dorian Yates, um, lats. <laughs> Nothing else. Yeah, just that. <laughs> you, you know, oh. You'd look hilarious. <sighs> yeah, it'd be class. It has to be someone's legs. Um, Eric Fankhauser's legs in his prime. I just want Marcus Rule's whole body. Yeah, man, his look—you can't beat that. Um, Scott <laughs> Stevenson shared an, uh, a Melvin Anthony routine that I often go back and look at um, today. Man, it's so cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um. Mm. I like Holly, Hollingshead's balloon-like quads <laughs> in off-season. Huge. Uh, last one, Rob Price. This guy. Gone to great lengths for me and Joe in the past week. Oh, yeah. He's also a client as well, which which is also a good thing. He's got a sick, sick physique, to be fair. Um, ask John Gill why the fuck he hasn't ordered the carbs, Cassidy. That's, That's a good point. That's true. We answer all your bullshit. We literally give you fame because we talk about you that much. You won't even buy a fucking t-shirt off us. What the fuck's that about, John? John. I ain't answering any more questions now off you until one's orders. I'll pay for this advice, John. Yeah. Book a console. He might not have the cash, to be fair. Fuck him. We should probably send him one. I don't know about that, mate. 
Yeah, fuck that. We're on. Nah. Well, we could. I'm pretty rich, so. Well, give that for free. All those clients that I send you, mate, I would have thought you'd be rich. <laughs> mate, do you know who I met up with today? Oh, is he rich? Um, Gareth Buchan. Yes, saw that he'd gone down to Northampton. Love that guy. He's, he's a legend, isn't he, mate? It was, I was like, yeah. I'm all the way from Scotland to come and train at Corbett. Yeah, fair play. I know. Sick. Dedicated to the goal. Yeah, man, he didn't fuck about. No, sir. Um, um, that's all the questions, bro. I had um, I had a few more from Tom, but we're way over time, and I've got to do a client's training program, so I'm gonna to have to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to smoke the reefer. Is that what you're doing now? Yeah. I'm looking at my WhatsApp now. Oh my god! How many WhatsApp? I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen to do on this dog walk, and a few of them are. Multiple videos from training for me to get back to. Ay, ay, ay. Well, you should be more organised. <laughs> or you need a PA. Someone's just sent me a, a screenshot. A client of mine has just sent me a screenshot of an Instagram conversation that they have. They're, they, they're having with someone. And my client said to him, like, Joe's a genius. And then he said, I don't know who's more in love, you or Christian. <laughs> oh, fuck off. You do love me, though, bro. Yeah, no. But it's a mutual thing. Nah. Fuck off. <laughs> you're, you're obsessed with me, bro. Obsessed? Oh, Chris, send me that, send me that physique. For, I've got to post it. <laughs> You've got fuck all else to post. I've got I've got quite a few here to post that I forgot about. That like scroll yeah. up and mate, I've got a mad one from Gareth. You see, I, I, I sent it to you earlier. The morph. And, mate, that's just like sick man. I know. He's just that recomp is ridiculous. He's got a sick physique, man. Yeah, yeah. See him today, man. He's he's a chunk. He's got he's got the same issue as me. What? I'm gonna bring up the picture now. Midsection. Yeah, you, you know, to, I, I, I get like zero abs. Do you know what? Abs like anywhere else. You should have abs in like a specialization block. Yeah, I've started training them more now. I'm back in the gym. I'm just going to do them every session at the end of every session. You've just got to progressively overload them. Yeah. They're there in good lighting. Yeah, but it doesn't cut it, bro. All right. Right, I'm going to go. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks for the questions. Thanks for the questions. Yeah. Peace out, guys. Peace.